What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the Fortress of Comic Tooth podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. It is time to enter the Spider-Verse. Mary, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out this weekend, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, this is a movie that's been pretty anticipated. Um, this is the first animated movie that we've done a review for in this podcast. We didn't do a review for Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which I kind of wish we would have because that movie was pretty funny. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but we didn't do that, but we are going to do a review for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse because this is a big deal. This is Miles Morales' big uh, big screen debut. Yes. Not to mention uh, quite a few other characters. Mary, what were your kind of like, I guess, I don't want to say expectations, but what did you think going into this movie? I Well, I just thought that he was actually going to go into the Spider-Verse, like go to the other places, mm-hmm. and then he ended up not. Um, they spoilers. All come to him. We haven't yeah. we haven't even said spoilers, but yeah, this this is going to be full spoilers, guys. Obviously, if you haven't uh, checked out any of our movie reviews uh, before, we spare no expense. So um, this is going to be full spoilers. We're going to talk about everything beginning to end, and then we're going to give a rating at the end here. So, but uh, Miles Morales isn't a character you were real familiar with. No. Uh, how do you feel about him after this movie? I like him. I like him a lot. I think this movie does a really good job of... I'm not saying like I didn't intrig- like him before, no, but I just, didn't know anything about yeah. him. But yeah, I like him. So. This movie does a really good job of introducing Miles to the world. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Uh, I do w- want to put it out there that this movie is not an adaptation of really any kind of the book. Because I've, I have seen some people put that out there like oh yeah spider-verse is the book that this movie is kind of loosely based on it's not um they just took the name into the spider-verse the only thing this movie has to do in common with that book is that there's multiple spider people from other dimensions Mm -hmm. but that's it there's no no similarities in plot or anything like that and you've read that book Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Spider Verse is a great book, but um, it's completely it's just completely different. Completely different. Okay. They just they just took the name. All right. And they both have alternate Spider people in them, but okay. that's not any so because I have seen that a little bit. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear here. Um, I was excited about this movie more than I thought I was going to be. I remember a couple years ago when Sony announced they were doing an animated Miles Morales movie, and I was like, that could work. That's probably a good place. Um, to introduce Miles Morales because he was new enough of a character that had a solid fan base, but I didn't know how people would react to them just making a live action Miles Morales movie. Like animated seemed safer. Uh, and I think it really works here. And the more that the trailers were coming out, I started to get really excited because this movie artistically just looked really different. It looked like something that we hadn't seen before. And that was 100% true. This movie does some really interesting things visually, which I, I really dug. So should we uh, should we get into this? Yes. All right. So like we said before, full spoilers, guys. Um, this movie is really good because it it gives you a little bit of everything. The, the animation is phenomenal. And the animation in the action scenes is really, really good. 
Um, there's a lot of heart in this movie. There's also a lot of humor. And the movie starts off with, with humor. Um, with Peter Parker being like, you know, hey, basically, you know who I am. I'm, I'm Spider-Man. I'm mm-hmm. the one and only Spider-Man. You know, I've been a comic book. I've been... Well, I can't remember all the things he says he did, but he he did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he goes over his origin, you know, bitten yeah. by a radioactive spider, you know, but it goes like really fast. And yeah, he's, like, fighting villains and they reach but every time things. that he gets knocked down, he gets back up. Yep, and um, there's there's a lot of cool Easter eggs in this movie, and some of them are here with him showing like him like holding the subway back and stuff uh-huh. like from the Tobey Maguire movies, and him kissing Mary Jane upside down and those kind of things. But, uh, yeah, he's like, you know, I've lived my whole life thinking I was the one and only Spider-Man. Uh, we get to, <laughs> we get to meet Miles Morales is uh, a kid that's recently been, I guess, transferred to, he got into like a really, really nice school. Yeah, a prestigious school. And like Kind of like a boarding school, but it's yeah. like he goes to the school during the week. But Monday he through goes, Friday. Yeah, he goes home on the weekends. Yeah. And so um, a lot of the kids that, or in his neighborhood, or like, oh, we miss you and stuff. It's like, well, I still live here, but he, um, he's kind of like, he, he's he's successful. He's a smart kid, yeah. And so he's not going to the public school anymore. Um, and they live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad is a cop, and his dad's a great character. His dad is funny. It I is like when... very very funny. <laughs> so Miles has been putting up like stickers that say like, "Hi, my name is Miles" or something like that, right? Yeah. Like. And then the cop pulls up, and it turns out it's his dad, and he's driving him to school, and they're just having like this this heartfelt talk. Miles doesn't want to go to school anymore uh, because reasons, because he feels like he's being left out, I guess, at mm-hmm. the with the um, in the neighborhood because he doesn't he's not there. Mm-hmm. You could tell that he really liked where he was before. Like yeah. he misses his friends. He misses the place where he was before. Yeah, he was a he was a. He was a big fish in a small pond, and he liked that. <laughs> I <laughs> guess good, you could say. That's a good term, yeah. Yeah. Um, when they get to the school, we get the scene that we all saw in the trailer. That's still really funny where, you know, his he doesn't say, I love you, back to his dad. And his dad <laughs> says it over the uh, the PA in the, in the police car, which He's is like, really dad, funny. Really? Really? <laughs> He's like, I'm not leaving until you say it. I love you, dad. And like Mary said, it's one of these prestigious schools where they're all with nice jackets and everything. It's really nice uniforms and yeah. the whole works. Private uh, school yeah. with a uniform, yeah. Yeah, really, really nice. Um, you get to feel like his dad um, is just one of these people that like, he, he's just a good guy. He does mention earlier that he doesn't like Spider-Man because uh, kind of the same uh, stuff you've heard before where it's like Vigilante. you know where it's like you know our guys wear a badge they go out every day put their lives on the line this guy hides his face mm-hmm. kind of kind of that routine but uh, it's done really well miles is late to one of his classes when the teacher gives some crap about it he says well einstein says time was relative so maybe i wasn't late you guys were early nobody laughs nobody laughs, <laughs> um except for this one blonde girl mm-hmm um, which we'll get to meet later, and her name for temporarily is Wanda. Wenda? Gwanda? Well, she says that, then she says, no, no G, it's Wanda. Oh, whatever. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. first she, she goes like, Gwenda? Yeah. Gwen? I mean, or, it's very clearly it's Gwen. Yeah. But uh, I was pretty surprised, though, the way they mm-hmm. kind of turn it. I, I didn't expect it to be Gwen that we were going to follow through the rest of the movie. I thought it was going to be like a... 
this is this universe's Gwen, and then mm-hmm. we get the other one but later. No, it turned out she was the real one. The same. The very which same. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Yeah, we're gonna touch on that in a minute too, because they, there was parts where the timeline didn't line up. Yeah, for me, or like just like the characters don't like specifically the character doesn't line up. Like Gwen is going to this school, but wouldn't there be two Gwens? What is what happened to the other Gwen? Or is well, this I don't Gwen- know if there necessarily had to be one, but things don't work the way that they should have at the time that they should have according to I want to know, know how she got into the school is what I'm asking cuz she Gwen would have already had to have been enrolled in the school they're not just going to allow some strange girl into the school she's you know not what? already okay. registered it's a cartoon so just okay. I'm listen there's some things I am willing to accept with because the fact that it's a cartoon and and I am willing to accept this I'm willing mm-hmm. to gloss over it but for the podcast, I'm bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just watching the movie, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it's entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. I can gl- I can glaze over it. Like, I don't need to think too hard about it. Because, yes, it is a cartoon. There's things with, what's his face? I forgot his name. The bad guy. What's his name? Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk. Mm-hmm. Forgot his name. So there's things with him that I'm like, what? We'll get to it. Oh, yeah. We we'll will. get to it. We will definitely get to it. So... This movie does a really good job also of feeling like a comic book in motion. Um, There's caption boxes. There's dialogue boxes at certain parts. I really like that. There's parts where they're going in and out of panels. Uh, I really love that. I love what this movie does visually. I I love everything about it. Yeah. I saw some people were complaining that this movie gave them headaches from its animation style. I I didn't get that. I can see it. uh, Mm -hmm. How it could give somebody a headache because it is very stylistic. Mm. Um, there are times where, yeah, you feel like maybe you should be wearing 3D glasses. Specifically, there was this one time I know of that I noticed it was like, you see Miles and then you see like the shoulder of Spider-Man mm-hmm. and it's got the red and the blue, but it like, it doesn't like, it's not lining up somehow okay. and it just looks really weird. Um, if I focus on it, then I'm like, like I'm, I'm focused on only that. But if, if I can look past that, I'm looking at Miles. I don't really notice it as much. Mm-hmm. But if I see it, I'm like, I see it. But there's something wrong with this. Okay. But it's very stylistic. It's, mm-hmm. it's a new style. Do I want to see more of it? Yeah, actually. Um, so the version of Miles that we get in this movie, they do change some things. And any of the hardcore Miles fans are going to know that. You know, how he goes about getting his powers and everything else is different in this movie than it is in the comic books. Okay. Um, that's worth saying just because it, it is different. I do, the, w- the way they do it here, though, it is a little more condensed and I kind of like it maybe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But in this version, um, his uncle Aaron is still a big part of it, just like it is in the comic. And he kind of idolizes his uncle, even though his uncle is not really that great of a dude and that... You basically learn that him, the uncle and his dad have not talked in a long time because his father's a cop and his uncle is in and out of trouble. Yeah. He's not a guy that makes a lot of smart decisions, but Miles really looks up to him for whatever reason. He's the cool uncle. Uh, Miles sneaks out of his, um, I don't want to call it a dorm room, but I don't know what you're yeah, supposed to call it. Yeah, dorm room. Okay. Out of his dorm room from the private school, he sneaks out and goes to his uncle Aaron's house. And um, they hang out for a little while. He tells uh, he tells his uncle Aaron about this girl that he met and everything else. And um, 
his uncle Aaron, it's a, probably one of the funnier parts of the movie. He gives him this uh, this move that's a it's a for sure move if you pull it off the the shoulder touch or whatever he calls it, where you just he says you don't make eye contact at first. You just put your hand on your shoulder, look over, and say, "Hey." So it's a fr- and, and oh, the, that's where that came from. Yeah, you you had taken our daughter to the bathroom at this point, so yeah. you missed this. But it was one of the funniest oh, parts of the okay. movie. Um, really funny. It was funny the second time. I just didn't know that it happened before. Yeah, it, 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 this is where that joke was was the seeds were planted. Okay, but that's really fun. They go out together and they go into this. I don't know what you call subway. it. A subway tunnel. Thank you. I don't know why my brain's not working. And they go and they tag it. Miles is supposed to be back in his dorm room. They have a curfew and everything. And he's snuck out. And he knows that he's going to be in trouble if he gets caught. They go and they tag up this one wall. There's a spider that's crawling down. Everybody sees where this is going, right? Miles gets bitten by the spider. <laughs> thinks nothing of it at the time. <laughs> Because so it was so funny. It's like such this like epic. It's like, really dramatic. This is where this is where he becomes Spider Man, and then it just like zooms out to him, and he's like, smack. Yeah, he just smacks it <laughs> off his hand. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's a lot of build up too. Like they show it like slowly getting closer and like crawling up him. Like it yeah. really builds to it, and then it's just really anticlimactic. I mean, he would do what any other person would do, just smack. But everyone else is like, oh, Spider Man now. Yeah. And it's a really weird looking spider too. It's a different spider. Yep. It's like really like black light looking, like really like neon colors yeah. looking creepy too. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that. <laughs> like all the like close like zoom in shots of the spider, I didn't care for that. It's like animated animated spiders I'm fine. You real can, real looking spiders. Ugh. I think it tripped me out more that it was all bright and colorful. I was like, oh, if I saw some shit like that, I don't know what I would do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, so they let's see where they, they go back. He goes back home, right? Yeah. Or he or he sneaks back into his dorm room and he and he's like sleeping. He doesn't he oversleep? No, uh, I don't think so. It's I just a, it's just a montage. Uh, like he's just sleeping and his roommate is doing his thing. Oh, that's right. On the computer, mm-hmm. and he says he's never actually really met his roommate. Um, yeah. And probably, then he goes to school the next day. Probably because day. he's sneaking out so much. Yeah. And then he goes to school the next day. He meets up with uh, Wanda. Or does he oversleep? He might oversleep. I can't remember. I feel like he oversleeps. I don't think that he does. I think he just gets ready. Um, yeah. But some... I don't know. He gets all... He starts getting all sweaty. Yeah. He meets up with Wanda and she's like, why are you so sweaty? And he touches her hair for she's some reason. puberty. Oh, yeah. He says it's I mean, just puberty. no. I've already been through puberty. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does oversleep, right? Because because he runs to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does oversleep. And he touches okay. her hair, and then he can't let go he of d- her hair. No, he does the. He's it's slow motion. Is yeah. it just slow motion for me, or is it slow he, motion? He he goes to do the shoulder touch, and he he can't <laughs> let go of her hair. His hands stuck to her hair, and they end up. Because he's all sticky. Mary's having a hard time. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. So they end up in like the principal's office or or a nurse's office or whatever, and they yeah. have to cut his hand. They have out to of cut his hair. like they literally like cut a handprint out of the side of her head. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> She's sticky. poor Gwenda. Can I just call her Gwen? Poor Gwen. Poor Gwen. Because we we know you guys know you saw the movie. We're not playing dumb here. Okay, so then then Miles is like walking down the hall, and like the security person knows he's like, I know that you snuck out, and he's trying to run mm-hmm. away from him. He's getting all panicked. Yep, and he's sticking to everything. 
He's sticking to everything. And there's some like really <laughs> funny shots of like him like outside, like trying to let go of the building and stuff. Where he's like, stick, don't stick. Stop and sticking. He, and then he's like, please, forget, please stick. Please stick. And he's walking up. He's walking up the side of the building. and Oh, it's so funny. It oh, is pretty just, funny. The gags are funny. And then he plays, he accidentally plays the, He's he ends up in the security officer's office and mm-hmm. he plays the Christmas music of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's, because they mentioned that Spider-Man has a Christmas album. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? It was what? like one of the best jokes in the movie too, is in the very beginning when Peter Parker Spider-Man is doing his whole, I've done this, they, they do make a really funny Spider-Man 3 joke of him dancing, dancing down the street, yep. playing the music and everything from mm-hmm. the... We had to mention that because that was gold. It was funny. So, uh, Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, Miles Morales, not yet Spider-Man, checks, he, he looks at the Spider-Man comic book, right? Because he, mm-hmm. he's like, wait a minute. And he's looking and he's like seeing all the same scenarios that he's just gone through. Yeah. And it's starting to click in his head like, did I, am I like becoming Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. So, he goes back to the subway tunnel to find this, to see if the spider's still there. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why that matters. Like, what does it matter if the spider's still there or not? I don't know. I think he just wanted to know if it was a special spider or okay. it. Like, if it wasn't there, then it came back to life and it was a special spider. I don't. I don't know. Basically, he, the the movie just needs Miles to be in this place at this time because yeah, he's something just else freaked is gonna out. happen. He's just freaked out. Okay. So in the in the midst of the subway tunnels. Peter Parker, of this universe at least, um, is battling... The Green Goblin? Yep. Uh, the giant monster Green yeah, Goblin? Yeah, it's, it's almost similar to um, kind of the Ultimate Universe's version of the Green Goblin. Like He's a big, like, monstrous monster Green Goblin. Like, okay. It's not your Norman Osborn in a costume Green Goblin. Um, and they do, some, they do some twists on villains in this movie like dr octopus is quite a bit different in this movie too but it, it works well, it's a different universe yeah and it's really cool the way they do it, it's really cool yeah so um i love this whole scene like the whole uh, of spider-man f- fighting especially when like this is the good spider-man this is the like spider-man that gives a shit because mm-hmm. the the peter parker that we get later in this movie while he's really funny he's kind of a downer like this is the Spider-Man that's like in shape, and I think his costume looks really good. Like, like I love how he looks in this movie. I think he looks really, really cool. This Peter Parker Spider-Man, yeah. okay, when he's not overweight and chubby. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's a different universe. Spider-Man. Exactly. This is the Spider-Man that gives a shit still. Yeah. Um. So he's fighting the Green Goblin and everything, and uh, he notices that Miles is there, and he saves Miles, and he basically finds out that he has powers like him, mm-hmm. and he. In a really short amount of time, basically, like, gives himself up to it. Like, he's like, he's like I'll, I'll train you. I'll show you the ropes. Like, I'll do, we'll do this and this. But it's all for not. Spider-Man gets this, uh, like, little, what, is it, what do they call it? It's like a little flash drive thing, right? Yeah. A gizmo? I he, forgot what no, they he, called it. Yeah, he has, like, a name They have for a it. goober. A goober. Thank you. And, because um, they're, they're trying to prevent this machine from turning on. Mm-hmm. And they're unsuccessful. And the machine turns on and the whole city blacks out for mm-hmm. a minute and then comes back on. And uh, in the wreckage and everything else, we find out that Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, is kind of behind this whole thing. And he's the villain of the movie. And 
they they never go too far into detail about why or what. It's more along the lines of he wants this machine to work because he's trying to get like multiverse versions or clones of his wife Vanessa and their son. Yeah. Because his family died. Yeah. And he wants like other versions of them so he can have his family back. It's one of those things like don't don't worry don't about think it too, too much. much about yeah, it. It's just it's there. Yeah. Um the Kingpin in comics, especially in a lot of older comics, was drawn to be extremely large. They almost upped the ante on that in this He's movie. Like big Kingpin and is broad. He and is huge. He is giant. And like it's funny because his face is in like the middle of his torso. Like his yeah. head is here and then his shoulders are like up over his yeah. head. Like he's a gigantic person. Yeah. And he kills Spider Man just by hitting him in the head. Like that's how big of a dude he is. Yeah. Like um this Peter Parker is blonde, mm-hmm. which when I first saw that, I was like, oh, are they going to do like a Ben Riley thing? Like, oh, that wasn't really him. It was a clone of... Sp- I was like, it's like, they, no, it was Which they don't. Thank God they don't get into clones and all those yeah. other things. He but, was just blonde in this universe. Yeah, and then he, he kills he kills Spider-Man. I don't remember why they kill him. Just because, I guess. Yeah, because he's Spider-Man. He just, he's yeah. going to get in his way. And so then Miles sees that and he kind of makes a noise. And he runs. And he, and gets he runs away. off. Yep, and he gets away. And Fisk sends his henchmen to go after him. The Prowler. Prowler. And the Prowler is awesome in this movie. Yeah. And, you know, I say again, anyone who knows the comics kind of knows where this goes. Um, I had no idea. Okay, Mary, we'll was, get there. Mary was genuinely shocked. I was. Um, the Prowler looks awesome in this movie, too. And he and he's a villain that I never thought we'd ever get to see mm-hmm. on screen. So that was really cool for me, mm-hmm. being a big Spider-Man fan. Because I've mentioned on this podcast before, Spider-Man was kind of my gateway into comic books. So I have a very soft spot for Spider-Man. Miles gets away. Yep, Miles gets away. It's a really cool kind of chase scene. Uh, the news is breaking all over the world that Spider-Man has died. Yep. And this is actually really kind of a cool montage of scenes of like seeing the world react to Spider-Man and like them showing his face on screen. Like, you know, Spider-Man has been identified as Peter Parker. Um, He's younger in this universe. I think they say he's like 26 or something like that Mm -hmm. or whatever. He hasn't been Spider-Man for as long as the Spider-Man that we get later. So he's younger. He's in shape. He He's still really into the idea of being Spider-Man, or at least he was before he died. And the whole mm-hmm. world is kind of in mourning, um, and they have like a they have like a big funeral service for him where Mary Jane speaks, mm-hmm. and like not like a parade, but kind of a big celebration tribute kind of thing. And um, all these kids are everybody's buying up these like Halloween store like cheap Spider-Man costumes. Miles goes and buys one. Yep, and uh, we get a really cool Stanley cameo. Yep. And um, it's hard because this is the first Stanley cameo we've seen since he died. So right there, automatically, it's kind of already a, like a punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. But I, it really was. It's really genuine. It's really good because Stanley is like the cashier or the owner of this convenience store that's selling these costumes. And um, he says he was friends with yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, and then he, he has a really good line, too, where... Um, he says, is this costume going to fit or can I bring it back if it doesn't fit or something like that? And then he says, he says, don't worry, it'll fit. It always fits eventually mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And it's meant to be um, him being kind of cheap. Like, cause then there's a sign that says like no exchanges or returns ever. But at the same time, coming from Stanley, it's more just like you'll earn it eventually. Like yeah. it always, it will fit eventually. 
And that's one of the great things about this movie, especially with it being centered around Miles Morales, because um, Stanley said a lot of times in interviews and stuff that he this wasn't something they ever did purposely, but it just happened that way that he thinks Spider-Man resonated with so many people because he was one of the first superheroes to be covered from head to toe. There's no skin showing in his costume. Mm -hmm. And he said that was identifiable, I think, to a lot of kids because it could be anybody under there. You could be black, you could be Asian, you could be Hispanic or whatever. In a a time when there really wasn't black or Hispanic superheroes. Mm -hmm. So any kid could look at Spider-Man and go, that could be me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then eventually we get uh, Miles Morales that kind of fulfills that role later on. But um, Stanley was like, anybody can be Spider-Man. And that's kind of the message of this movie. Like, at by the end of this movie, Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man. He mm-hmm. becomes his own version of Spider-Man. So like, I find that really sweet. And especially with the whole thing of, like, it will fit eventually. It always fits eventually. So, I don't know. That, that's, that's very hard. Maybe I'm, like, I'm looking too deep into it to make it what i want it to be but that's the way i took it watching it and it was really heartwarming for me so anyways moving on uh in the night miles morales goes to i mean we're kind of skipping over some stuff he did go home he did go home we're we're kind of bouncing around a little bit but for the most part we're just he did go home and he we're sticking to to the big stuff yeah, and he talked to his dad, and he asked his dad, like, do you really not like Spider-Man? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, he sneaks he sneaks into his bedroom at home, yeah. right? And then uh, he's like, can I sleep here tonight or whatever? And at first his dad wants to make him go back to the boarding school, but his mom tells him he can stay. Yeah, because clearly he is frightened, which, I mean, he just ran for his life, so obviously. Yeah, he got chased by the prowler. Yes. So then the next day, it's everything comes out. Yeah. I said we kind of jumped around a little bit, but uh, Spider-Man goes to the cemetery late at night to go see Peter Parker's grave. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. He, yeah, and, well, and he's upset because he broke the goober. Yeah, because he was trying to, oh yeah, we totally missed that he, the leap of faith, uh, basically, like he was reading the comic books and Spider-Man jumped from a really tall building so that he could, oh, yeah. you know, his leap of faith to go to be spider-man that was hilarious and then too. he like looks at like the smaller building and <laughs> it's so funny because he's standing on the tall rooftop and it's like this big like dramatic music playing mm-hmm. and he looks and it just goes dead silent it just cuts to him walking down the stairs <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, the humor in this movie's there it's really funny mm-hmm. so then he he jumps off the building and then he falls and then he ends up breaking the goober mm-hmm. um and, and he's later, upset about it he's because, upset mm-hmm. because for him, it's like spy. Like he got to meet Spider Man, and that was kind of like his last request, kind of thing. Like, like he, yeah. he felt like he owed it to him to like, oh, he died. I need to. I need to finish what he started. I need he, to take. So he feels bad because Spider Man died, and he didn't do anything about it. He couldn't. Mm-hmm. He was so terrified that he couldn't do anything about it. And then he breaks the goober too. So it's mm-hmm. like he couldn't it's like even he let finish. him down again. He, yeah, he couldn't finish the mission. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm really surprised that he's able to just go to Peter Parker's grave. Like, like there's a lot of flowers and stuff around it. Like, you can tell people have been there. Mm-hmm. But you would think, like, Spider-Man dies. Like, there's probably tons of people there for days. Like, yeah. like there's nobody there. He just walks up to the There's thing. just a lot of merchandise. And, and you're just kind of like, you. okay. And, like, it's in a really small uh, graveyard, too, I feel like. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, I would... I, it's just a regular gravestone. They don't have, like, yeah. this gigantic statue of him or anything built. But. Yeah. 
And you would think like the city would do something. I don't know. He's at the graveyard. And uh, somebody approaches Miles from behind. And, and, and shucks him. And he's wearing the... Uh, Miles is wearing the, the Spider-Man costume that he got from the store at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and yeah, he shocks this guy and he feels really bad and he goes to see who it is and it's Peter, Peter Parker, Parker, but it's a much older Peter Parker. Much chubbier. Yeah, a much <laughs> uh, doesn't give a shit Peter Parker. He's got the five o'clock shadow yeah. going. And then we go back and now this new Peter Parker that we have learned is saying, all right, let's start this over again. Yeah. And then we go over his origins and it's more funny mm. origins and then also not funny because he did get married to Mary Jane yep. but then they wanted kids and then they got a divorce so he's like a very like down like on Did his they look. get a divorce? Did they say they got a divorce? They got a divorce. Okay, they were, yeah. I thought they just made it sound like they were like separated but they were like maybe like working. They're like, signing documents. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah and he's been Spider-Man for like 10 years longer than this u- the other universes Peter Parker had mm-hmm. been. And so he's just really down on his luck. He doesn't know what to do with himself anymore. He's living in this small little apartment since him and Mary Jane aren't together anymore. He's eating a ton. He's not taking care of himself. He's gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And then something weird happens. And um, when when that machine was activated and the machine or the city blacked out, he was transported there. Mm-hmm. Not they never really explain why, but just 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 take it <laughs> because the the spider people were were the all spider- pulled there. Yeah, they were pulled there. I have to think that it maybe it was like the spider gene or something because mm-hmm. Spider-Man Green uh Goblin Green Goblin put Spider-Man into that opening mm-hmm. for a short while and I have to think that maybe his genes kind of called the other ones. I don't know. Sure, we'll go with that. I'll Who buy knows? that. Who knows? Um, oh, that's what I'm going to go with though. Cops show up and find Miles there with the unconscious Peter and he has to like run mm-hmm. out of there and it, it's just kind of funny how they he's get trying away. and he's failing and yeah very he's badly. still trying though and so what is it they go to like a burger place is yeah that what it is? i think so um and peter parker kind of explains to him like well the the peter parker of your universe died i'm one from a different one that's when they kind of explain who he is and how they're different miles morales is telling him he's like well um good you can teach me you can teach me how to do this because my spider-man was going to show me and then he died and peter parker basically wants nothing nope. to do with any of that he's like look and because miles still has the goober even though it's broken mm-hmm. he's like he's like look i don't have time to train a kid i don't have time to do any of this i need to basically go fix this machine and get home or whatever not interested in taking on an apprentice at this time mm-hmm. but uh miles plays hardball until until peter finally gives in yeah he makes him feel bad yep he pouts on the side of a building it's, it's <laughs> and i i like that scene a lot where they're both just like walking up the the side and they're both like kind of arguing back and forth mm-hmm. like oh, this movie just does so many good things i love some of the choices they make like things that you wouldn't have to think that hard on but they do anyways i love it so the plan is they're going to go to this place. Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. We should have done this yesterday, right? When the movie was fresh in my mind, but we were tired. Yeah. You're going to, what's it called? Amtech or something like that? Um, no, it's, um, oh my God. It's the Alchemax, right? Alchemax? Yeah. Alchemax. That sounds, yeah. Okay. Something, some techie word. Gosh, Tyler, have you read a Spider-Man book in your life? Jeez. Yeah. Some techie word. So they go there and they're going to do a plan. They're making up a plan to go take this 
to get files to make a new goober. Yeah, they need to like hack into their computer system to get mm-hmm. the details on how to rebuild the the goober. So, so Spider Man goes in. Um, he's gone over the plan, what should be happening or mm-hmm. whatever, and so Spider Man goes in, and Miles is like, "Oh man, like." Why he's can't? still wearing the cheap Halloween he's still, costume. Yeah, the cheap Halloween costume, and then he sees Fisk. And he gets all worried, so he goes after Spider-Man. And they're yep. in the ducks, and he runs into Spider-Man's butt. Yep. And um, we learn that Miles has two powers that Peter Parker does not have. Yeah, while we're in here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, the first one is right when they meet, when he touches him. Yeah, the shocking. But he has, like, a venom sting power, uh-huh. and then he also has a power of camouflage. Yep. Which some spiders have, which is cool. It's, so It's not a venom sting, it's a shock. Shock. That, that, that's what they call it. That's though. what they call it. Yeah, because it's, oh. cause it's I supposed would to be think like that's something else. I it's don't... supposed to be like a, a, it's like a venom pulse thing that he's supposed to be able to have. I, I wouldn't call it that, but anyways, I'm not. I don't. Write There's a better name for it that I can't remember. But, okay. And then, but but it is kind of cool. I remember when Miles first came out in the comics, seeing like the little venom shock thing and then the invisibility and stuff. I was like, okay, that's cool because it makes him a little bit different. Like this. He has powers the other one doesn't have. Yeah. So it's not like the the way a lot of dumb people will like. Oh, like he's just a black Spider Man. Like he no, he's, he's not different. just he's his own character and he has different powers, yeah. which I love. Mm-hmm. So here we learn that there's, Miles has the invisibility. Yep. And they're trying to take the computer. Yeah. And there's this doctor Lady. that's like really interested in in Spider Man mm-hmm. for a second. So. And she knows that he's from a different universe. Yeah. Um, and you'll find out why. But uh, Peter's trying to keep her occupied while Miles steals the computer, which... Well, he, he tries. tries. He, he attempts. Tries, he, what he's Not trying to do well. is get onto the computer and download some files, but she mm. is very messy desktop. Seriously. Yeah. Miles said it best. Clean up your desktop, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then he just opts for, okay, I'm just going to take the whole computer and the monitor. And the monitor. The tower and the monitor. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and then we learn the lady is... This universe's version of Dr. Octopus. Yes. Which is really cool. And I she was ha- very surprised And she that. has a name, and I can't remember what remember. her name is. It's something Octavius. It's yeah. not Otto, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they make the joke and go, I bet your friends call you Doc Ock. Of course they do. And she has the tentacles and all that. I think her design is really kick-ass. And the way they use... No, her friends call her something else. But her enemies call her Oh, that's Doc right. Ock. Um, her tentacles are really cool the way they use them in this movie. I like it a lot. Okay. Are they different? Well, it's just... Like, they look different. They're not... It's not the exact same thing you've seen before. It's just a little bit different. Okay. So, Spider-Man and Miles uh, run away. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man does get a bagel on the way out, which he said he was going to do before they went in there. Yes, they walk that into was part like, of his the plan. lunchroom. They walk into like the run- the lunchroom with all the scientists, and he's like, mm-hmm. okay, act cool, act cool. And he takes a bagel. <laughs> and then everybody notices, and they and all have these sweatpants. guns. He's wearing sweatpants, yeah. <laughs> the Spider-Man in sweatpants is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> is it Jake? I think it's Jake Johnson, I think is it. Uh, he's the guy, if you've seen New Girl... Or if you've seen like Let's Be Cops, he plays Peter Parker in this movie. He's he is really funny. Like I didn't think I would like him as much. I knew he was funny, but I didn't know if I liked him for Spider Man as much. But I did. I thought he was really hilarious in New Girl. That was a great show. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really funny in this. He, like, is he does a really good job here. So they run away from the scientists and they run out onto the balcony and Miles throws the bagel and it hits somebody on the head. Yeah. I like the little like word things that they do. Like they do like ah or like woo. Mm-hmm. And then this one he threw the bagel and it hits the guy in the head and it's like bagel. Yeah, I like there there's a lot of like word for sound effects like boom splat like anytime like stuff happens throughout this movie mm-hmm. they do it a lot and yeah it's it's really good like it has such a good comic booky feel mm-hmm. something else i love they do i love the way they animate spider-man's face anytime like he has the mask on like they do a lot of cool stuff with like spider-man's eyes on his mask make him really big make him really small like they, mm-hmm. they, they animate really his animated. face really really well like yes so you can see like his expressions really really well yes. which i love that so they're running away and something's happening where it's not going the way that they want it to. So mm-hmm. then Ghost Spider shows up. Well, first he's trying to show Miles how to swing because he still doesn't know how to web swing. So he gives oh, him one flip of... flip and pull. Like, yeah, he right? gives him one of his web his web thwip shooters. Release. And the, yeah, release. they're both doing, the, okay, thwip, okay, thwip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is good. And then every time they do it, there's the little words that come up by their wrists that says Th- thwip. Yep. Which, oh, it's so good. This this movie is such a love letter to have fans of spider-man comics it's mm-hmm. it's so great but they're getting chased by fisk and um fisk is really on dr octopus about getting this machine working he's it's basically one of those <laughs> like it's such a trope that spider-man in the movie calls out the trope at one point where he's like watch he's gonna tell her that she has less than 24 hours or whatever mm-hmm. and then and then he says it like it's that thing you've kind of seen before like, i don't care i want this thing working and i want it now like you've seen that thing before they do that here mm-hmm. um which is fine and then spider gwen shows up and she is awesome yes um this movie was made before marvel decided they didn't want to call her spider gwen or spider woman anymore so they they never call her ghost spider in this movie they spell it call her spider woman i yep. think um, when she like every time a new character shows up, they get like a cool little title card thing, mm-hmm. and it says Spider Gwen when she because that's that's what the fan base calls her. That's probably what I'm always gonna call her. Yeah. So when I when I see her, I go Spider Gwen. Like that's that's just always the name that's gonna be synonymous yeah. with her for me. So anyways, so then we go over her how she got here. Yep, and when she takes off her mask, and she is of course the girl at his school. Yes. Um, dun dun dun. So and. And it's a pretty accurate version of her origin in, like, less than 30 seconds. Like, it doesn't spend a lot of time on it. It just gives you what you need. Mm-hmm. In her universe, she got bit by the spider. And, and she couldn't save Peter and Parker. And she couldn't save Peter. Peter Parker uh, gets bullied, like he does in this universe, but without the powers. And eventually uh, becomes the lizard. And she can't save him. And she's a drummer in a rock band called the Mary Janes. That's really all you need to know. <laughs> that, that's Spider-Gwen 101, and they give it to you. like It's really quick, but you get it, and you're fine with it. It just moves on. I lo- it does that with the other spider characters in this movie, too, and it's really good. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like, just give you what you need. We don't need to spend a lot of time introducing characters you don't really need to know that much about. Their purpose of this movie is this. Yep. So... It's awesome. Gwen's got the cool haircut now because Miles made her lose half of her hair. And he even says, he's like, hey, I like your hair. And she's like, you don't get to like my hair. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I think it's Haley Steinfeld that uh, plays uh, Gwen Stacy in this movie. She's she's really good. So 
now they have like a three-man team to fix this thing. So here's where the timeline doesn't make a lot of sense to me because she was pulled in by that machine too when the city had the blackout and the whole works. But the first time we see her is before that. The first time we see her, when he goes into the classroom late, he's like, well, uh, Einstein said time is relative and everything. That's before he goes to the subway tunnel and everything. So she wasn't there yet, or she shouldn't have been. Yep. Because that's what brought her there. That That's why, for me, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so she said that she was she was blown in to two weeks earlier, and she was like, literally, but it wasn't my universe. Like, how would you know that you were blown into two weeks earlier? And she's like, I didn't know why I was here until... So she even time-traveled as well. Like, not only did she switch dimensions, she time-traveled. Hers gets confusing. And, <laughs> Hers is weird. And for some reason, she's like, I knew that I had to go enroll at this school. Like, she had to keep tabs on Miles or something. I, it's it's weird. I thought she was just already there. I didn't think... She didn't know why she was there until she met Miles. And that was... After she was already at the school. Then why would she go and roll at the school? I don't know. It's I don't weird. know. It, yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, why, how is she in the school? How does she get enrolled into the school? Because the other Gwen should have already, would have already been in, enrolled, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand. Well, for all we know, this universe doesn't have a Gwen Stacy. Like, for all we know. For so all we know, yeah. There's no reason to believe that there is a Gwen Stacy in Miles' universe. I don't in this movie, this they is, don't tell yeah. you. They don't tell you either way. Hers is the weirder one that I'm like, I don't understand, but I'll just roll with it. Yeah, because if I think too hard about it, it's gonna make me mad. Not really mad, but. So, anyways, Gwen Stacy's part of the team now. Yeah, and she's honestly like the best out of the three of them because Peter Parker is older and lazy, or at least can't contribute very much because he doesn't. He can't control his power. Yeah, and he just he hasn't had them for long enough to learn what to do with them. Yeah. So, and even the, the new the He's powers he only had them for like a day. Yeah, and the powers he has that the other ones don't have, he has he can't control them yet. He yeah. hasn't learned how to use them when he wants to. Mm-hmm. So then they decide to go to Aunt May's. Well, f- first we bring in the others. The other spot we meet up with the other Spider Men, the other Spider People. That's before they go to Aunt May's. No, nope, that's at Aunt May's. Is it at Aunt May's? Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is at, cause, yeah, because they were already there. You're right. No, they have to, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, he goes to Aunt May's. They, they all go to Aunt May's. There's a bunch of, like, flowers and stuff outside of Aunt May's house, too. The people have been leaving there. Mm-hmm. They go knock on the door, and at first Aunt May comes to the door, and she's like, you know, like, please enough. Like, I'm sure no she's been bothered by this. Yes. So she opens the door. And I sees don't know. the older Peter Parker. I don't know if you noticed this, but she was holding a bat. Yeah. And she dropped it. I like the version of Aunt May in this movie. She's like a kick-ass old lady in yes. this movie. Like, she's not like the old, like, oh, Peter, like, yes. here's my sponge cakes or whatever. And she can tell that he is Spider-Man from a different universe. Yeah. Which, I mean, you understand because she's already met the other ones that are already here. So, like, they've been coming to her. Yep. Like, they all thought to come to her. Yep. Spider-Man has, like, a bat cave, basically. A spider cave? Yeah, like, in their shed, like, underneath. <laughs> yeah. And Spider-Man... Our, the Spider-Man that we're knowing now, Sweatpants Spider-Man, yeah. uh, says, yeah, I have one of these uh, in my universe, too. <laughs> He's <laughs> but like, it's not as cool, apparently. Yeah, like, he, he makes it sound like, so, He's like, yeah, I got one of these, you know, you keep a couple couple spare sets of costumes or whatever. Like, he'd be like, oh, it's just a little thing, and they're like, 
this one's like this. It's it's High basically tech. it's a bat cave. It's like he has cave. all the costumes behind glass. Um, a lot of cool Easter eggs for Spider-Man fans. You get to see like the Spider Mobile, the Spider Buggy, like some of the dumb dumber like vehicles from Spider-Man's past are there. The costumes are really cool Easter eggs because they have a bunch of them. One of them is the PlayStation Four Spider-Man costume with the big white spider on it when they get there Aunt May says like yeah of course you guys can't think that you were the only ones that thought to come here and then we get to meet the three other members of our team here yes um, spider ham spider ham Batman played by John Batman Mulaney, Noir which, Batman Noir Spider-Man Noir and uh Penny Parker yeah. SPDR spider operation spider or whatever they call her yeah uh, she's the, the the anime spider-man mm-hmm. which is really cool um I guess, yeah, John Mulaney uh, plays Spider-Ham, which, um, you know, anyone that's been watching, like, Big Mouth on on Netflix and stuff, like, that was, like, perfect timing for me because, like, just hearing his voice is like, oh, he's funny because he's in that other funny thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the way that they animate all of them differently. Like, they're not all drawn <laughs> in the same anime. Like, Spider-Ham looks very Looney Tunesy and cartoony, like... Penny Parker looks very anime, like, but they don't look weird when they're standing together either. Like they, I don't know how they did it, but it's so good. I like how they made the comment um, when they see Spider-Man Noir. It's like, how, what, why is, where is this wind coming from? We're in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> and Spider-Man Noir is played by Nicolas Cage, which yep. is awesome. He's yeah. And we get we go back and do their origins. For all of them, again, mm-hmm. I love every time they start an origin. It's like a comic book of theirs falling. Like they just show like the comic book. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So they're all gonna team up and get this thing, get get the machine working so they can go home. Mm-hmm. But they also need to like prevent Kingpin from using it. Yeah. Like, so someone they're saying someone needs to stay behind, and they're like, "I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it." And then Miles says, "No, none of you have to do it. I'm from here. I yeah. can do it. I don't but need then, to go home. I'm already yeah. home." But then they're like, "Well, what can you do to help us?" Like, he's they he's don't only, trust him. They don't trust him because he he's he's too new. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't know his powers. He doesn't know how to use them. So he feels very inadequate. They they huddle together and they're talking about it. Uh, Miles feels very inadequate and he just runs up. No, nah, yeah, he runs to the the little board thing that like lifts him up and he's invisible. Yeah. And Peter Parker, he's like, he says, you know, "Miles, like." come back and and he's like see yeah he can turn invisible see, see? yeah um the lazy peter parker has basically made up his mind that he will be the one to stay because he doesn't have anything to go back mm-hmm. for like he's like he's already a down on his on his luck yeah guy, like so he doesn't like, have as much to lose basically mm-hmm. um like you mentioned like he can turn invisible like that joke is really funny before when like he has other powers like he has like this venom sting thing do it he can't do. It. He can't do it on command. But he can turn invisible. Go do that. I can't do it. He can't he... do it on command, and that's why they're not trusting. Yeah, because he's too new. He doesn't know how to control him. Miles runs off to his uncle's house because he's feeling yes. sad. Yep. Yep. And he always feels good with his uncle. Yep. And when he... he's writing him a note saying that he's really scared and yep. he he just wants some help. And uh, they also know. Um, that the Prowler is is chasing Miles mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing. Yeah, the Prowler has been hunting him down. I can't remember why. Like, I can't remember how they how they're tracking him or something. Like that. Like there was some other thing they had left. I don't remember. But 
um, when he gives gets, off a spider scent. Or, How about yeah, that? that? I don't that, know. Yeah, that, that is what it is. It was like that they can smell you. I don't know. They, they, they do. I can't remember how they explain. They something, something like, like that. that. Um, when when he gets to his uncle's house, um, he thinks that the prowler has found him there. Mm-hmm. It's been tracking him there. So he turns invisible and he's like hiding and everything. Only, of course, to have you know the prowler be his uncle himself and be revealed to be his uncle. I was so surprised by that. I was like, <gasps> like my heart like broke. I was like, mm. no, <laughs> why? <laughs> it was so sad. Um, the the reveal is done really well. It works. Yeah. It's the, and so, uh, Miles gets out of there in a hurry. In a hurry, yeah, because he's like scared to death. He's like, oh man, this guy's been trying to kill me for yeah. the last two days. And then the prowler knows that he's le- that he has been leaving. And then mm. he starts hunting him yeah, again. He chases him down. It, this is really sad because they they end up in an alley somewhere, and he knows who he is. Then his uncle finds out that the kid he's been looking for is Miles. Later. That's here, isn't it? Nope, that's on the rooftop. Oh, I thought it was here. After in the... the fight at Aunt Maze. Okay. Yeah. So does, does Miles go back to Aunt Maze? He eventually. I don't know why. Okay. We're not doing a very good job of remembering we're not. this movie, are we? No, we're not. I don't know what happens after this. Um, He gets chased and then he... Does something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what. They show Miles' parents numerous times getting really concerned because they haven't heard from him in several days. Yeah. That's also something that's... They, they think that he's ignoring them. Yeah. Um. Then he goes... Miles goes to Aunt Maze at some point. I don't remember mm. why. They have finished the goober, the new goober. And they also go back to Miles' dorm room at one point because that's where they get the joke like from the trailer where like Miles is roommate comes in and they're like oh can animals talk in his universe because i don't want to freak him yet. out i'm just saying that happens at it some will point. happen yes um so he goes well we're just gonna skip to Amy's. he goes to Amy's. they finish okay. the goober they're gonna get ready to go do some stuff and um miles is really freaked out um and- well i think he does go back to to Aunt May's right after the thing at his uncle's because he goes to tell Peter Parker that he knows who the Prowler is. I think that's that's okay. it, right? Um, and then he's like running. He wants to tell them something. And they're like, were you followed? And he's like, no, I don't think so. And then knock, knock. Tentacles. Tentacles. Bam. They like destroy a good chunk of Aunt May's. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're fighting and Aunt May is like freaking out. And she, it's like four different panels of like, Oh, her table's breaking. Her vase is breaking. Her mm. other thing, something else of hers is breaking. She's like so mad. Um, so they're all fighting, fighting, fighting. And um, Prowler shows up and Miles has the goober and he says, give me the goober, kid. And he's fighting, running away. And they get up on the rooftop and Prowler catches him by the throat and is holding him over the the side of the house. And he's like, give me the goober. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to kill you. Uh, mm. And so Miles lifts up his mask um, to show his uncle that he is uh, Miles. And then his uncle, understandably, like freaks out, like, "Oh man, like, what am I supposed to do?" Fist comes over on the intercom. He's like, "What are you waiting for?" Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't see who Miles is. Um, yeah. too far away. And then um, he shoots him. And then he shoots him because Prowler puts Miles down because he's he's he thought it over for a sec and he's, he's like, weak. he's like, no, I can't kill my nephew and then he shoots at miles once or twice too doesn't he i don't know i can't remember i can't remember either okay but yeah because well then he and then miles takes his uncle's body 
right? And he takes him to the alleyway. Yes. And that's where Miles' dad finds them. But Miles yes. gets away. Yep. And uh, I think Miles' dad's name is Jefferson, I think. Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finds he finds his brother's body, and he's, he's pretty upset about it. And mm-hmm. he's trying to contact Miles to let him know that his uncle is dead. Miles ends up back at his dorm, and mm-hmm. um, the other guys are there as well. This is where they come to tell him that he's not coming. He's not going. And he's like, no, I have to. I have to do this. Like, I, I can't let Spider-Man die. Yeah. Um, and they're like, nope, you're not ready. You're just a kid. You haven't been long enough. Um, I really like this scene, too, where it's like, it's kind of just Peter and Miles one-on-one, like, where Peter comes in to talk to him, and he's like, he's like, look, Spider- being Spider-Man is like, it's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you're not ready yet. Yeah, because Miles says, how will I know when I'm ready? And it's he's like, you won't. It's a leap of faith. Yep. So. Which is something that comes back later. Um, And he... Peter Parker has to web him up to a chair, mm-hmm. and the, that way he can't follow them. And then they leave. Yep, and he also webs his mouth up for some reason. I don't know what so the purpose of that talk. was. Like, I, I know I know why the movie did it. The movie did it so that way it's more emotional that he can't talk to his dad when his dad's on the other side of the door. But why Peter Parker webbed his mouth up doesn't make much sense. I think it's so that he doesn't wake up the um his roommate. Because then if his roommate wakes up, he would let him out, and then he could follow them. Maybe. I guess. He wanted him stuck there for a while. Yep. His dad comes to... Tell him the bad news. Yep. And he's, you know... It's a really sweet scene where he's telling him, he's like, you know, Miles, the the only reason I push you so hard is because I believe in you. Like, I believe in... I'm so proud of you. I believe in how smart you are. I believe in what you can be if you apply yourself. There's a spark in you. Yeah. Because he is a smart kid, and they they even show really early in the movie too that like he's trying to get himself kicked out of that mm-hmm. prep school by like purposely failing purposely tests. failing tests and stuff, and the teachers don't buy it because they know that he's a smart kid. Yeah. So like his dad just wants him to be the best version of himself he can be. So it's sad, and then he 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 leaves. It's sad too because he tells him he's like you don't have to say it back, but I love you. And then his dad walks away, and. It, he can't he, he can't reply to his dad, which is sad. Mm-hmm. So but sad. then he gets a burst of energy. He's like, no, nope, I got to do this. I have to mm-hmm. live up to expectations. Yeah. I uh, He breaks the webs and then he runs off. And the, the roommate wakes up and he sees all the webs everywhere. And then he's just like, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. He yawns and goes, lays down. He doesn't say anything. I don't blame him. Yeah. How are you, kid? <laughs> it's like, I can't deal with this today. I just can't. I just can't do it. Miles runs off. Uh, he goes to Aunt May's and he goes into the basement. She's like, I've been waiting for you. Yeah, she's like, she says, like, it's about time or mm-hmm. something. Like, I was wondering when you'd show up. Mm-hmm. And um, Takes a Spider-Man costume. Yep. And we'll see him again in a minute. Yep. Um, the other Spider-Men people, they're not all men, the other Spider-People mm-hmm. Are all going to this party where they know that the machine is like underground, underneath this yep. like banquet that they're having in like Spider Man's honor, or Mary Jane is a guest of honor there. Because it's like, uh, yeah, Spider Man's honor. Yeah, yep. and all that. the all the waiters are dressed up are as dressed Spider-Man. up as Spider Man, which to me seems kind of fucked up, actually. Super fucked. Because like I get like it makes it easy for them to get into the dinner party. But it's like, man, Mary Jane and stuff's there, and it's like, it's supposed to be like a tribute to him. I get that, but it's and like she she has to know that Wilson Fisk has been like an enemy. You would think so, but it's also like 
like Kate in this version they were still together and everything so it's like your husband just died or your boyfriend just died I don't think they were married yet in this universe but either way it's like now all the waiters are gonna be dressed up like your dead boyfriend you just lost yeah like, they were married I think I can't remember if they, they were because to say because the Spider-Man in that universe was younger so I don't know if they were there yet I don't remember because she said my husband does she mm-hmm. okay then there you go in her speech she's like my husband this then there you go there you um, go. So they go in there and they're, they're like, it can't be that waiters. easy, can it? Mm-hmm. That they're all dressed up like, which is weird because like, it's still not, shouldn't be that easy for like Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir and stuff and Spider-Gwen. Like their costumes are, are still different, are still way different, but for some reason no one questions them and they just get to walk around. Yeah. And uh, Peter Parker has a really hard time when he sees Mary Jane, even though it's not his Mary Jane, he wants to like apologize to her. <laughs> For the stuff he did to his Mary Jane, and she gets like really confused. She's like, "Can you just bring some bread?" Yeah, to the she's table? she's like, she's like table thirty four needs more bread or something like that, whatever. And he like, <laughs> yeah, he, he he's, he's like, like really awkward. You deserve about it. all the bread. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm bringing you all the that bread. I wasn't, he's like, I'm sorry that I wasn't there when you needed me the most or something to bring you bread. <laughs> to bring you the bread, yeah. <laughs> you deserve all the bread you could ever need. <laughs> Like, oh, so, so awkward. So awkward. Um, so underneath, they're about to fire up this machine again so that way Fisk can get his family back. Yep. And this is kind of the third act of the movie. It's a big action scene, and it looks really, really cool. Yeah, there's some things that kind of are going to throw me off, and I'll bring them up if we talk about them. Okay. Um, we see a lot of the cool stuff that we saw in the trailer of, like, miles in his actual costume but he's got like the hoodie and stuff and the sneakers and everything and like i love that one child like him on the one on the edge of the building where he just falls back and some of the glass comes off with him and he's just like falling down Mm -hmm. so i I don't know oh it's just it looks so cool so good to get to see like miles in his like this version of his costume too where it's just like a spray painted version over peter parker's costume which looks really good, by the way. Yeah. Like, man, how would you spray paint all that? Like, just, just buy it, I guess. Yeah, just buy it. It's not like as like detailed as like the one he has in the comics. Like his, it's just it's just black with the like the red eyes in it. Like it doesn't have like the web lines and stuff on it because obviously he sprayed over it. Mm-hmm. But it it looks close enough and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. So he shows up. Yeah, basically, once things start going bad. With Fisk and everything, and Doctor Octopus and everything else, they have a big fight. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, they they climb up and then they all get their spider sense and like they know we're here. Yep, and, and then the stuff starts to go down. Yep, and once you know at the last moment, Miles shows up and they they immediately know like oh he like he did it he he got over the the hump he's ready to be a he spider person now. Yep, and I think he even says that at one point too, where he's like he's like it's a leap of faith. Um, um, the building is starting to go haywire. The whole city's starting to go haywire because yep. the dimensions are all coming together. Yep, and it's like sucking things in, mm-hmm. and sucking things in, pulling things out. Um, all the dimensions are coming out. Yeah, it's 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 really cool though. Like it looks really cool. It does it does look really cool? Um, Miles tells him, "You guys go. I'll I'll be fine." No, they defeat. They defeat the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they and win. then he's like, go. They beat fine. Dr. Octopus and stuff. Yeah. Um, they all jump in except for um, Lazy Spider-Man, uh, where he's like, are you sure? And 
He's like, yep. And then something goes bad. Wilson Fisk shows up. Right? Yep. Yeah. He has a nice goodbye with all the other Spider-Men, too. Like, Spider-Ham gives him his, like, his mallet. Yeah. He's like, put this in your pocket. It'll fit in your pocket. Yeah. (laughs) His goodbye with, like, Spider-Gwen is really really cute, too. Mm -hmm. They, They kind of, like... They're kind of flirtatious in this movie, but they never go all in with it where you're like, oh, they're a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they just they're they're kind of playful with each other. But like Miles is definitely interested in her. But like they never like I it's thought for yeah. I thought for sure they were going to like kiss or something as she I'm glad left. They didn't. I'm kind of glad they didn't, too. But I, I like I was waiting for that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is coming and it doesn't happen. So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, OK, because they only knew each other for like two days. Yeah. And like I said, they, they, they definitely flirt, but they never they never fully go there which yeah. i like yeah so um yeah so they all went back to their universes Wilson fish shows up this is where things are starting to get weird for me that i don't really know exactly what happened peter parker finally trusts miles enough to let go mm-hmm. and go home yep uh and then miles wins they win with 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 the help of uh Miles' dad shows up because things start going crazy, so cops are there. Uh-huh. And Miles' dad is like watching um, Fisk beat up his son, but he doesn't know it's his son. Like through like the little panel room thing that they had. Uh-huh. So the things that I don't understand with the timeline of this scene is like um, Wilson Fisk is in. It's specifically the train stuff that I just it just doesn't make any sense to me. They're in they're in the train. And then he sees his family, and he's like, no, come back. He can't even fit through the door. Like, the physics yeah. of this is like, what? And this then, is a large man. This is a very large man, and he, he literally cannot fit. So he's, like, at the end of the train. Mm-hmm. No, Miles jumps onto the train, and he's inside, and, like, the train goes by Fisk. Mm-hmm. And then he, he he's probably going to be on the end of it, but then he ends up on, like, the middle of the train where Miles was. Mm-hmm. It's like, but he can't fit through the door. Yeah. He can't. And he's beating him up, sees the family, freaks out, says, come back, whatever. Um, Miles gets up on to the top and then Fisk breaks the roof of the subway and he's on top as well. And then he's beating him up. And yep. it's just, I don't. And he goes to it. kill him like he was going to kill, like he killed the other Spider-Man, which is like he puts his fist up in the air and he's going to kill him but yes um and i think he does hit him but he must not hit him hard enough apparently yeah because miles gets up with kingpin they kind of go for like the whole like sympathetic villain thing like they try to make you like care about oh he wants his family back so like they try to make you sympathize with him a little bit i don't know if it really works that well not really but honestly you don't really care because like the kingpin stuff in this movie is like the least interesting part of it yeah like He's there to be the villain. Yeah, like the best part of this movie is all the spider people together. Like, so you don't really care if the villain plot's kind of weak. Like, Mm -hmm. it's there. It's not bad. It's just not really all that strong. Yeah, his reasons are kind of like they're there, but they're not like they don't pull out your heartstrings. Like I think they wanted you to. Mm -hmm. They wanted you to like like oh well like he's he's bad, but he's only doing bad things for this reason. Like it uh, that doesn't work. But but then it's like no, he was a bad guy before that, and that's the whole reason why his family died was because they watched him beating up spider-man and Mm -hmm. they literally ran away in a car and then they got t-boned and died 
Like, I don't like, think no, they... No, it's they, all his fault. <laughs> yeah, they don't really make you care enough about it yeah. to give a shit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Spider-Man wins. He yep. makes fists. He throws fists into the air and makes him hit the button that he needed to push. Yep. And they win. And it shuts the machine off. Everything goes back to normal. Uh, Miles' dad finally, like, has some respect for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Where he tells him, he's like, you know, I don't approve of your vigilante methods. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's nice to have the help, basically. Yeah, Miles. He... Miles is loving the praise. Everybody, like, cheering for him and stuff. And... Yes. So there is that heartfelt moment where he calls his dad and he's like, hey, you wanted to talk? And then oh, he, yeah. he tells on the him over top. the phone. Um, and then he's telling him, like, you know, like, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. Like, they may not say it a lot, and I know, like, they have their differences and whatever, and so Miles gets choked up, and he wants to go hug his dad, basically, yep. but he can't, because he's dressed so up as So Spider-Man Man just hugs his dad. <laughs> Spider-Man hugs his dad, and he even says, I love you, and he's like, uh, what? And he does, like, the, like, really, like, corny, like, fake voice, where <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like, whoa, like, he tries to, like, sound different. Yeah, it's funny. It is pretty funny. Um, he walks off and he's like, yeah, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Yep, and, and we finally get like his thing. Like He's like, my name is Miles Morales. For a whole two days. I have been the one and only Spider-Man. Like, yeah. He talks about, like, I finally put stickers where my dad will never find them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really cool to watch. And that's basically the end of the movie. Yep. Um, there is one. So, like, there's a mid-credit thing where they have, like, a, a tribute to Stanley, where they show his glasses and they have one of his quotes. Yeah. And then they also have like a little thing that says to Stanley and Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. Crazy that we lost both creators of Spider-Man the same year. And then the the end credit scene, um, we get Miguel O'Hara, which is <laughs> Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. Which he's he a character that a lot beginning. of people, including myself, wanted in this movie and they were hoping was going to show up at some point. Uh-huh. And I guess they do here. Um, I'm hoping that we get a second one and he's a, a part of the second movie. I think movie. we will get a second movie I for sure. It's going to make enough money. And I mean, with the rating of Rotten Tomatoes, it was 100. It's, it's 97 now. 97 that's, what, now? that's where it like it's set, 97 now. Like uh-huh. I, I think it still may change a little bit, but for the most part, like that's damn good. Yeah. 97%. I mean, it was on 100 for a while, you said, yeah. right? That's got to be the highest rated Spider-Man movie, I think. I don't think Homecoming's that high it's probably like 94 95 i think into the spider-verse might be the highest rated spider-man movie mm-hmm. i've heard some people saying this weekend they think it is the best spider-man movie mm. i don't know if i'll go that far but it is very very good but uh we get to see miguel o'hara he goes to the 1960s animated <laughs> spider-man and they, they kind of have a back and forth joke i don't know if i really want to ruin it too much I mean, I guess you've seen it if you're listening to this, but it's funny. You know yeah. what it is. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. They point at each other, and it's funny. Um, if you if you haven't seen it, why did you listen to us? We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> we like this movie a lot, even though we didn't remember it as well as we probably should have. Yeah. We were going to record the podcast last night right after we saw the movie, but we were tired. And we I wish we would have, because it would have been a little <laughs> fresher in my mind. Yeah. But anyways, that's Into the Spider-Verse, guys. Yeah. I love... The, just the transition of Miles in this movie, especially like towards the end, you feel like he's a completely different person at the end of the movie. Like he's arrived, like he's Spider Man. He did it. Like he got past all that, and he has the cool costume, and like he's found his place, and he gets to take over. Like even though Peter Parker's gone in his universe, he gets to take over and be the new Spider Man, just like he was in the comics. Even though they get there 
a different way in this movie than they do in the comics. But this version works. It works a lot. So, um, Mary, what are just how do you what are your overall thoughts on the movie and then your your rating on a scale of one to ten? Um, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I really like the animation. Uh, there are some things like the timeline things. I'm there's m- plot holes. There's plot a holes. Mostly, I'm willing to f- I'm I'm willing to forgive them because it's animated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're not really that big a deal to me. It, but they're yeah. There. Um, was it enjoyable? That's basically what I rate my stuff off of is like how much enjoyment I got out of it. Like, was mm-hmm. I thinking about other things? Was it entertaining? Did was it, it entertaining enough for me? Yeah. Um, it was really entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I give it like an I give it a nine or a ten. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so. It's it's high up there. Um, I, I'm only hesitant about the ten because of the the issues that I do have. Okay. So. Is there any other issues you have, or is that it? No, that's it. Okay. So yeah, I really don't have any nitpicks of this movie. There's a couple little things, but I really don't care about them that much. Um, yeah. For for the most part, it's a it's a pretty perfect movie. I don't really have much problem with it. I I found it to be really enjoyable. I've really liked. The, the Easter eggs they put in there for some of the comic fans, some of the things they reference, they say, things that are in the background of certain scenes. I think this movie was like a Spider-Man fan's dream. Um, getting to see characters you never thought you'd see. Um, anyone that, like, I've liked Miles since he came out, but there's a group of people that really associate with this character. Like, uh, like Kenny's someone we have on this podcast quite a bit. Like, he's a big Miles fan. And I know a lot of people that are like, just really attached to Miles the second that he hit the stands. For those people, I'm so happy that this movie exists because for me, I was like, this is so cool for Miles. Like, I can't imagine what this feels like for the people that have been like on that train since the beginning. So I think this movie does a really good job of being like, hey, here's Miles Morales. If you'd never heard of him before, you get everything you basically need out of him in this movie. Does a really good job of letting you know who he is. And you get to that transformation for him is really good. Like his his story arc in this movie is really good from where he is at the beginning to the end. The other Spider-Man are a lot of fun. Peter Parker gets a good character arc too that we didn't mention at the end of the movie. Like when he gets back to his timeline, he goes and he tries to set things right with Mary Jane and tries to like get back on the horse of yep. being a good Spider-Man again. It's just a lot of fun. I think I, I like it because it has some stuff for everybody like the action scenes are really good when they do fight and stuff they're really engaging the comedy is there throughout the whole movie there's a couple heartfelt scenes where it's not afraid to get a little bit emotional the standout for me is visuals like animation wise this movie is gorgeous this movie is really kind of the anti sony movie for me like like everything that sony gets crap for this movie is the complete opposite People like to give Sony crap for like just the minimal amount of effort. Like they get accused of kind of having that attitude of like, well, people will pay to see anything. Like, here's this. You know, this movie pushes boundaries artistically. It has something to do that's new and innovative. Like, it's not just a movie just to be there, just to make money. It doesn't feel that way. It felt they like they brought something new to the table with yeah. like the animation and the whole like comic book style animation. 
it's it's just a wonder to see the movie itself um i i loved watching every second of it i was blown away countless times just being like man look at the stuff they're doing like you never seen that before and that's not something we get to say a lot anymore because a lot of people aren't trying new things in animation as much as they were at one time you know like it reminds me of like when Pixar first hit the scene and like got really really big that's what it was it was like man you've never seen that before like Toy Story was something really different from anything we had seen prior to that that's how this movie was for me visually like I just I really like what they're trying to do I like that they just went for it they never really like tiptoe like kind of playing around with different things they go all in with it from the beginning of the movie and I love that I love the balls of that being like we're gonna try something different here and if it falls flat on our fate like it was already ballsy enough for me to like make a Miles Morales movie like that right there already was bold because as popular as he is he still wasn't as much of a mainstream character as he will be now so like that was already a risk and then to do that with the like stylized choices that they made we took a lot of risk and that's not something that sony does a lot so i was just really blown away you can see all the effort that was put in this movie and i really enjoyed basically every second of it a lot of fun so i'm gonna give it a nine and a half out of ten i really enjoyed this movie and i hope everybody goes out and sees it it's definitely one i'll be excited to own um we took both of our kids to see this movie this weekend and it held both their attention pretty well. They were both really engaged by it. Say congrats to all the big Miles fans out there. You guys have finally got, this is like kind of your moment. And even Spider-Gwen as well. She's not a very old character either. And it's, it really shows how popular she became in a short amount of time that she's on a big screen already, which is great. Yeah. So I hope we get more of these. I hope they make five more of these. I don't care. Like, like, Sony, do this. This is what you guys should be doing. Not these stupid fucking Venom movies that nobody asked for. Even though, like, we agreed Venom wasn't that bad. But it still, like... It compar- could have been better. But compared to this, like, this, this is, is like is interesting. Yeah. This is innovative. This is something new. This looks like you guys trying. Venom feels a lot... Venom feels like a cash grab compared to this. Mm-hmm. Like, Sony, if you're going to go all in to Spider-Man, do this. Like have the do this de- kind of stuff, have yeah. the deal you guys have with Marvel to let Tom Holland be Spider Man in the live action movies. Like, after give se- us animation. Like yeah, after seeing this, I don't ever want to see a live action Spider Man movie from Sony ever again. Like yeah, let let Marvel do those. They obviously have what they're doing in the MCU and all that. Like th- this can be the thing you guys do that's different, and you guys have Miles too. So it's like that way. It's like hey. Let Kevin Feige and stuff do Peter Parker in their movie with you do Miles, the Avengers. Like, like that sets it different, and it's it's so interesting artistically. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, focus on this. If if I was Sony right now, I'd put all their chips right here and be like, "Okay, let's do more of these. What else can we do?" And do like do more on the other characters that we didn't get to spend as much time with and stuff. I think Miles is going to resonate with a lot of kids. And I think it's really cool that like kids are going to know who Miles Morales is. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's just, it's a great time. It's a, I cannot believe the world we live in now compared to what it was like when we were growing up. Kids got to know who Black Panther was this year and stuff too. Like that's just awesome. Those weren't household names and they are now every, Mm -hmm. every mom knows who Black Panther is now. And that's just really cool. And, I'm glad to see Miles Morales get some 
get some shine there. So that's Into the Spider-Verse, guys. Time swings almost as fast as Spider-Man. <laughs> this podcast is about over. We want to make sure you guys are following us on all of our social medias. We appreciate it. We're Fortress of Comic Two podcast everywhere. Google it. It's there. Yeah. This podcast is available pretty much everywhere podcasts are. Thank you guys so much for downloading and listening to it. It really, you know, means a lot to us that you guys want to spend a good hour or so hearing mine and Mary's voices talk about a movie we don't remember nearly as well as <laughs> we probably should have, but we tried. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Let us know on social media. I'd love to hear from you guys because I was, yeah, really blown away by this movie a lot more than... Um, I thought I was going to be in next week. We're going to be right back here with another movie because we got Aquaman next Friday. Aquaman. So, and also we're going to have a bonus episode, another comic book club episode for you guys next week. Talking about Batman Noel because it's festive yes. this time of year to talk about Batman Noel. And it's a fun book I like to read every December anyway. So if you've never read that book, you should check it out before we talk about it on the podcast next week. So you guys will kind of know what we're talking about. Yes. So until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Mary. Thanks so much for listening and thwip thwip.